Casey Jackson. I'm Miles Rogers, and this is Show Stories, produced by the Hive Mind Collective. It's a podcast about all things local music. Great stories from shows past. And promoting bands, musicians, artists, and producers that are making music in your community. And now, here's Show Stories. What's up? My name's Miles. I'm here with Casey Jackson. What is On Watch? Oh, this is the um, program that we're doing to be, like, all trained on how to spot human trafficking. So it's like this, we're team, we teamed up with this company that has, like, a non-profit. If you see human trafficking, stop human trafficking. Yes. That's just basically... You, you gotta, you gotta know the signs, though. You gotta know the signs. We took the on-watch training online. Oh, that's yes. Cool. Well, that's neat. I like that Jeremy's socially aware. Good job, Jeremy. Yes. Um, today is one of two parts uh, of Chris Sweet. Yeah, I'm talking to uh, one of my oldest friends in the music scene is Chris Sweet. Uh, we met when I was 19, I think. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, we got a really great interview with him. and um, 40 minutes went by, and then we <laughs> took a break, and then 40 more minutes 40 went more by. Minutes. <laughs> and we didn't even get everywhere, so we'll probably have him back. So um, here's the first part of it. Um, yeah, I hope you guys enjoy. Without further ado, here's Chris. You like that? It was a weird idea I had one time. I was like, man, I like these bottles. I want to keep these bottles. Is that too loud for you or anything? No, I'm good. Cool. This sounds good. You got to get like right up into it so it can get your your life. Check, check. Check. Hello. So, um... I, like if I feel I feel weird. We should have the like music rolling. Like, da, 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 da. <laughs> the intro music. <laughs> uh, what's up? My name's Miles. Uh, Casey. What's up, guys? And I'm Chris. Chris, Chris motherfucking Chris sweet. sweet. <laughs> uh, local legend, right? Oh, I don't know about that. I mean, I do. Well, to us, you're a local legend, all right? I'm just happy to be here, guys. (laughs) Happy to hang. Happy happy to talk about music and things we love, you know? Salt Lake music, man. Salt Lake music's cool. Absolutely. So, when did you start? How long have you been playing? Oh, geez, man. I can write a whole novel on that. But uh, I actually didn't even start playing drums until um, about ninth grade. Ninth grade? Yeah, ninth, tenth grade-ish. What's crazy is another local awesome drummer, Brian Fell. Me and him, like I used to watch him in our percussion class, and he used to play Metallica songs. <laughs> and I was just like, "Holy shit! Can I swear on this?" Yeah, show? yeah, yeah. yeah you <laughs> swear I was like, "Holy shit!" NSFW, baby. Yeah, but, but Brian, you know, it was it was me and him that kind of started in percussion class, and then, um, you know, it, it, it's it's always ran in the family though. Music's always been like my life, and. You know, my dad's a musician as well. He's a drummer from Chile. Oh, so cool. 
yeah, he came to the States and had like a really successful cover band. And, you know, I just, you know, watched him a lot when I was, when I was younger. And then we got into Metallica and Dream Theater and stuff like that. Metallica and Dream Theater. <laughs> yeah. That's where it starts. <laughs> so, but yeah. It, um, I, have, so. I have kind of a, uh, a name to drop for you that my wife actually reminded me of. Sforzando. Oh my God! Yeah, <laughs> was the band that she remembers oh you being God. in in high school? Yeah, Sforzando. Yeah, this I is when I this is when I met the wonderful Billy Johnson. So I don't know if you guys remember Billy Johnson. Of course, but yeah. Everyone oh man, he's my band. he. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's he's one of my favorite humans on this earth. So I mean, we would slough classes just to go play in in his basement, <laughs> and you know we'd have a bunch of homies come with us too, and. Those yeah, were like the was, best times. Some of the best oh, jams man. were like, yeah, it was like right out of school, just right like setting up in the basement. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, Billy and it was just me and Billy, really. Just Sforzando, that was like our high school thing. And we actually uh, like did like a Battle of the Bands thing. And uh, we had Mike Deppner <laughs> in on this. Mikey D. Yeah, we had Mikey D in on this. Um, and then John Finnegan, too. Oh, <laughs> my God. Royalty, dude. Right. And, That's but, like and a Salt Lake we, royalty we lost, band. We lost to uh, Matty Perea's band, Somewhat Gone. Somewhat, <laughs> Somewhat Gone. Yeah, yeah baby. <laughs> they beat us with their underwear song. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. That's <laughs> but, no, it's, uh, it's, uh, we, were, we were aggressive. I mean, we were, we were probably a little too much for, for high school teacher it's like so. that scene in, in back to the future he's like your kids are really gonna dig that oh yeah <laughs> probably a little too soon for you but yeah <laughs> but your kids are really gonna dig it yeah but no it was good times man i you know it was that was my that was my uh first real high school thing with billy um before that it was a band because i actually uh, transferred to cypress from kerns but my, I guess my first real, real band would have been Rude Awakening in, in Kern. So, wow. yeah, Rude Awakening. I like that. Yeah. Name. So, <laughs> I mean, you know, for a kid band. Yeah, we just I mean, played. My first we just, was Dead End Drive. Yeah. We got it off All, of 13 Dead End Drive. That video game. Yeah. That, that board game back right. in the day. Yeah, I mean, the the first story. band names. What was yours, Casey? End of story. Well, oh, that okay. Was my first. But yours that better was, than that ours. Was the first one that I. <laughs> See, end of story. Like I'd still, I'd still use that. Like, I, it's yeah, exactly. It's cool. I would Pop punk, dude. End of story. All about it. Speaking of that band. Where I actually first met Chris was an end of story show, and his band at the time, Tucked in Fate. Oh my God! I playing, completely playing, forgot about playing, in Fate. He was playing guitar, and I believe Nate Shakespeare was yes. playing bass. Yep. And or, Billy's cousin Cody yep. Johnson, aka yep. Chode, was Chode. playing drums. <laughs> yep. Old Chode. Those and, were good uh, times too. We played yeah. a, a backyard show at my girlfriend at the time. It was her birthday. And we yeah, like that's back, right. Backyard show, and like my bass player had somehow gotten—I can't remember the band name for the life of me—but he somehow got in touch with this touring band. Half the battle. Half the battle. That's who dude. it was. Half the battle. <laughs> they were so good too. Yeah, and they came, and they totally played the backyard show with and us. It, it was so cool. It was amazing. Yeah, God, I, I miss I miss that. You know, I miss so that part of our scene too. I remember you and Take the Fall too. Of course, baby. Oh my All God. Day. Good times uh, the, though. Uh, the late Austin right behind you. Turn around. There's a there's a picture of Austin oh, right behind. Rip. And then Love and then him. up here. Yeah. Yes. Good man. Love that guy. <clears throat> Those were good days, man. Um, <clears throat> uh, uh, one for me. Uh, lost in the fire, bro. That was that was one. Yeah. Yeah. That but I mean, was... we're probably jumping a little far ahead. Let's keep on the path. <laughs> Let's keep on the path. So okay. okay. So high school. Who, who, what band was? Yeah. Was the um, yeah. Sforzondo was the high school thing Post for a minute, school. and then Billy. Um, he had the opportunity at the time to whoop ass with Hurricane Dane. 
All um, day. Yeah, so Burke. that's it was like right when they I think I think they were transitioning from Life Over Law to to her candy. I remember that, I remember that first show they yes. had this weird sign <laughs> like that they hung up right. and we were all like what the fuck is her candy? Right. And they I had never like I had I had heard Life Over Law but I mean I don't remember them kicking that hard, bro. Yeah. yeah I, so like literally like Herc comes out and I'm like who the fuck is this Drew guy, bro? Yeah. Like what <laughs> yeah, the fuck? How come he owns the room? Drew's yeah, he's he's incredible. <clears throat> he's always been a good front man and it's just always fun watching them. Incredible. Live too. Yeah. yeah, but it's all like royalty, man. He's, but yeah, he kills it. Um so yeah, Sforzonda was the the high school thing and then I actually joined like kind of a pop punk band after that called Fiasco. Fiasco. <laughs> yeah. Sick. So PH, yeah, we we played a few shows with no. like Corner Pocket. Okay. Yeah, we were it was just a pop punk band too, and then um, I think um, during that time too, that's um, we actually played um, just mostly at like Cypress High and a couple house shows and stuff like that too. So that was the real that was the first real band that we actually actually played around and stuff. So cool, yeah. Still, still basement practice spaces. Yep. Okay. Pretty much <laughs> basement. I mean, it was yeah. pretty much that until like until the parents booted yeah. us out after high school. Pretty really. much, yeah. I mean, all, up until Lost in the Fire. Lost in the Fire was the first real. So that was okay. Yeah, so we were we were getting ready to be on track there. So Lost in the Fire. It's crazy, but <laughs> I actually have to go back a little bit because I'm such a band whore. I've been around. <laughs> I've been around, but I was actually in Hi Fi Massacre for a minute. Oh no, you you yeah. were for real I with was, Corey. Yeah, with Corey. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Not and not Hi-Fi Murders. No. Yeah. Hi-Fi Hi-Fi Massacre. Yeah, so this is a band from forever. I still have their fucking full length. Yeah. yeah. Are you incredible. do you play on that? Uh no, I didn't oh, actually. Okay. Yeah. I joined the band after the the recording they did with four, I think it was Sound versus Silence yeah. or some yeah. some compilation. But um that's actually where I met the guitar player for Lost in the Fire. So we were writing stuff and the stuff that we were writing was not fitting like what hi-fi wanted to do okay they were more mathy more yeah definitely. more intelligent than Cor- what we Corey could do was, Corey was always about <laughs> yeah that they're 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 metal, awesome yeah they're awesome super too. and smart. it was good but Corey just you know he told us you know hey can you guys stop making it sound too pantera ish <laughs> you know <laughs> so we're just like all right well this you know and it's nothing sounds a little him, radio rocky right yeah no of course i mean it's not but, a it's not a yeah, strike just, against it, him and that's just his exactly his, his yeah personal, it just you know yeah it was that that was his baby and you know we were we just want to do something else I, I'm just I'm about good riffs and just I wanted to keep it catchy and for I'm sure. honestly just not that intelligent for that kind of oh, music whatever. but it was fun though it was really fun it was a good experience too and I learned a lot especially being in that band cool so yeah cool <clears throat> so Hi-Fi Masker yep. that's crazy man I have like so I actually we've talked about that band more recently because there's another band currently we've played that our last band played shows with called the Hi-Fi Murders okay yeah and it's like, I mean, I think they're both referring. Well, so no, Hi-Fi Masker is referring to that shop murder yes, that yep. was in North. So like the right. Hi-Fi murders got accused of that and they like called into the radio right. and they yep. were like, no, dude, we're totally like, we were thinking like Deftone or yeah. not, not Deftones, like uh, Death by Stereo. That, right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Like yep. that's the idea we were going with. You know because what I mean? Because they're super punk rock. Like they're like East Coast punk rock. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, like, Yeah. Definitely. Absolutely. They're good. Salt Lake. <laughs> For sure. East Coast and Salt Lake. So, um, Hi-Fi Masker then, what, band whore. I mean, I love I love talking to band whores because then you got stuff to talk about. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, even, even between these bands too, I mean, I was helping out local bands like Chris Valentine. Um, they, they were a band with Andrew Baez at the time too and Andrew Allred. 
Um, what band was that? Um, it was a band called Chris Valentine. It oh, was okay. like their high school thing too. Oh, okay. But yeah, just um, and Whitney Fox played bass. Oh, yeah, okay. So, Whitney Fox. Okay. Yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. TJ's little sister. Yeah, I heard it was, that name it was, for a minute. It was fun. It was a good time. But yeah, I've just, you know, music. <laughs> It's hard because it's hard to stick with one thing. You know what I mean? Like well, I, I, mean, I love you... I love helping out my homies, and I just love creating like every style that I can. For sure, and I mean yeah. that's that's a valuable drummer thing. And right. so many Salt Lake drummers are like that. You know what I mean? Drummers yeah. that just <laughs> really play for. I mean Taylor. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, it's, Ta- it's Taylor. Ta- Taylor and Chris Sweet are the are the two that, oh, that kill it. I don't know, man. There's Goose, you know. Well, no, I yeah. mean they've they've left the valley. Obviously, <laughs> right, Goose. Right, I yeah. mean, yeah. yeah. Ta- Taylor is a machine, man. He's Taylor I is love a that guy and I, every everything he's done. I, I'm, I've been a huge fan of too. Paris Green, I Am the Ocean, all those bands. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's Wish a Paris Green poster right behind you, right there, bro. The episode love it. before <laughs> this one, like we talked to ta- to Taylor. Okay. And uh, yeah, really good conversation. With oh, that kid, yeah, it was really good. And we're gonna um, we we found that like he he would like. Yeah, and that's about it. And then like we come up with a new story, and he's like, "Oh!" And you launch into this. So I feel like we need we need to get him again while we have somebody. Yeah, he probably like, has tons of stories too. He's been through a lot, and he's he's very seasoned for sure. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so, yep. um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, let's let's name some of these bands though that your your friends that you were helping out. So um, Chris Valentine. Yeah, I mean, what else? So that was yeah during that time, and then um, Lost in the Fire became like the main baby during that time too. And that was like my jump into the metal world, really. It's like sort of thrash metal. And that's, again, um, going back, that's where I met the guitar player for Lost in the Fire was uh, through Hi-Fi Massacre. Oh, okay. So, and yeah, we just, you know, we just loved metal and thrash. And we, you know, started Lost in the Fire. And that was back when, like, Clifton was banging, too. And banging. Yep. <laughs> dude. That record, so we, dude. Yeah, we... Uh, you know, we played a lot of shows together and stuff, but yeah, it was that was a great time. We Who just, was the singer Lost in the Fire? Um, there was two, so okay. Josh Coy. Um, unfortunately, he passed away too. Rip for him too, but um, and then Aaron Maestas. Oh, okay. Yeah, Aaron Maestas uh, came in after that. So. Okay. But Aaron, uh, he used to sing for a band called Butchered too, and it was just like thrash too. Oh, cool. So yeah. So many bands in Salt Lake, man. Just yeah, there's. Like, there's oh yeah, do you remember that. this one band? That, and yeah. it's like, oh my god, <laughs> there's I so do many. Remember. Yeah, and I'm probably still forgetting some and not naming some either. But you know, um, it's funny because it's a lot, fun though. A lot of the bands, you know, are connected, but then like every band branches off into their own other yes, bands that they know. Exactly. And, like, so crazy, yeah. Dude. Totally. Yeah, and that's yeah, totally. that's I remember like you know even the punk, the pop punk days too with Corner Pocket like I helped them out too and I remember watching you know Casey's Casey's band too so Corner Pocket baby yeah they that, were so fun the Magna three piece baby yep <laughs> literally man Dan Brower is the one that introduced me to downtown music really had a room down yeah there what was that out. what was that venue out there called uh, the the zip code. Yeah, oh the zip code. Yes. Fuck yeah, zip fuck code. yeah, the zip code. Yeah. They had like billiards tables in there and shit, that which was, was funny because Corner Pocket played there all the yeah, time. Yeah, and that and I, uh, Tucked and Fate played there once, I really? think. Yeah, with Nate and John. When I was John in a band Tate, with, John Tate on bass and and Chode on drums. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So. When I was in a band with Chad Pinkney, we played a show there. Chad Pinkney and like Tate Tate McCallum Law. And what uh, band was that? Uh, we were called. The Ithaca Melody. You were in that band. Yeah. I remember that band. Holy That's crazy. Cow. <laughs> well, so so the Ithaca Melody ended up being like uh, me, Cody, and Chad. Do you remember Cody okay. Jones? Yeah, yeah. So me, Cody, and Chad um, were were jamming with this girl named Laura. 
Okay. And uh, and like we were just jamming in Chad's basement. I'm like 16 at this time. Yeah. Didn't even have like a name. I had like a little crate, 12, yep. 12 inch. <laughs> all uh, of our crates yeah. at the time. Yeah, <laughs> no, literally, dude. All of our little <laughs> shitty crates. Yeah. The, the crate 12, yeah, they 400 got, watt. They got the job done, though. <laughs> For real. But well, no, but that was the best thing is when I got my first 15 inch big crate, yeah. the house shook and like the, my insides were just like, oh, right. yes, this is the best. So anyway, uh, me, Cody, Chad, Lara, we're in this basement and this, like, Lara's pretty good at the guitar, but we're like, we need, we need Hans Shen, dude. Hans shreds on the guitar yeah, let's get hands so uh so we kicked laura out we had hands come and then we like we're trying to name the band walked around a toy store like toys r us back when they had those and uh like dead end drive that's pretty cool and yeah. like so we like did like some like six song whatever but at, like it's funny like the those the, the four of us like ended up doing so much more and so like yeah, music you know absolutely. what i mean like yeah, chad, which is cool, yeah. chad always like was the singer of a new band yeah camden have yeah. the girl killed that's like, right yeah. all these fucking all those bands. is he still doing anything at all so or? he's uh he's in la he just got okay. married to neely finally oh um, that's awesome uh he did a thing chad i'm if you ever listen to this i'm gonna say it wrong <laughs> he like designed like a uh, like a poster or or like a, a a concept scheme for like a Coen Brothers movie. Oh dang! Like it He's was doing like some big shit. it was some big shit, bro. Like wow. I, he posted that, and I was like, "What?" He's like, like snapped a photo, like that's my billboard, and I'm yeah. like, "You're in fucking L.A., bro, and that's your billboard. That's Holy sick." Holy shit! It's a, it's the funnest thing too. I, I, it's one of my favorite things. As I get older, it's really just awesome seeing the friends that you've grown up with do awesome doing things. really really big shit fuck, you know? dude goose plays for every I time know, i die dude, goose what is the killing fuck it, is happening bro yeah, that's like, that's my favorite band I, of all time yeah and i remember goose like you know back in life over law or her candy practices because forzondo used to practice there we used to always jam every time i yeah. die and now he's just yeah, i mean not even that like norma jean too at the yeah, time no, too totally you know? and those and, are the bands we were just first. like holy shit you know and got john into that now john's forever member of that band right yeah um uh okay so we got off track but yeah so <laughs> so uh, uh cody dead end drive right then i was way into my girlfriend being 16 so i got kicked out of that band oh and okay. then and then they had some douchebag play bass. I don't remember what his name. <laughs> no, it's Andrew Adams. I love you, Andrew Adams. He's a good man. He played bass for a little bit, and then oh, they man. kicked him out. And they're like, uh, they're they're like, we want to come. We want you to come back. We're gonna rename the band. And then like we're like looking at maps and shit. Yeah. And the Ithaca melody happened. It's, I, it's still a sick name, honestly. It's just a mouthful. The Ithaca. That Ithaca. You can't. <laughs> if it was just Ithaca Melody, that's one thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Anyway, those were good days, man. But yeah, yeah. so Ithaca Melody played there, and then um, I got into a, a band with with Tate. Right. Albany. It was a it was a indie band. Those are crazy days, man. Definitely. So then, um, yeah, Lost in the Fire was your thing. You guys were... Uh, we played a show with you to take the fall, right? Did you guys play yeah, shows? I, I mean, they I did those mix and genre shows yeah, like they I, have for I, a long time. First off, I really miss those kind of shows where... Fuck yeah. You know, Take the Fall used to play with Clifton or, yep. you know, I remember just... Well, Take the Fall could hang with yeah, everybody, you know absolutely. what I mean? Because Austin could yeah. drink with all and those then, motherfuckers. And then just remembering watching Day 2 all the time, too. Day 2 and, day two, and then remembering, sure. like, the first time I saw Gaza, even. Holy shit, man! John was hey, like Gaza, so bro. frightening, so good, frightening in like the best way. For like, sure, there was no band. Well, it was like that. that. I was yeah, just like, dude. holy shit! There's another 
another thing going on right now for but sure. no i mean uh yeah I, I miss those those kind of shows where we used to mix the genres quite Hard. a bit you know we should bring it back bro we should try all that. day all day i mean we're in a pop punk band so right. we, I just, love it. we just need a drummer <laughs> drummer huh yeah well, let's talk about that after this okay but, um Justin uh, Trotta was in Lost in the Fire. We were, I was yeah, going to mention he, that. I he, love Justin Trotta. Yeah. Justin Trotta went and did bit other big things he away did, from yeah. Salt Lake. Yeah, after Lost in the Fire, I, I mean, he... I know that he did a lot of teching, and he was doing stuff with Day 2, I think, for a minute with Nick. Um, I don't know exactly if he was in the band, though, but... Then, I, then, like the you know, the last thing I've heard from him, I I still talk to him every you know every blue moon, but I know he's teching for like of mice and man. Is he still? Other. Yeah, I don't know though. So that's the thing. It's been so a minute. my last my last interaction with him was in Iowa City, Iowa. Okay. Um, fucking he, uh, I was in Vampires Everywhere. He right. was teching for. Um, of mice and men, and we were crossing paths. Right. So okay. we were just there killing a day because we had to, we had a short drive the next day. Right. They, um, I think they had a, like a show in Iowa City that night. Um, so he's just like, "What are you guys doing?" I saw that you were in fucking Iowa City. We are too. And I'm like, "We're just at this mall. Like my my vampire dudes are ice skating because vampires ice skate apparently in <laughs> Iowa <sick>. City. <laughs> so like that's awesome. Well, we had a Canadian drummer, so he was just like, "There's an ice rink here." Nice. And then, like our singer, who is like our fearless leader, the Nazi. He uh, <laughs> he was like hardcore hockey boy. Right. So he he's just skating all, and everybody's just skating. I'm just like, yeah, for sure. So Trotter rolls up, and then like. All the mice and men dudes roll up. We're just like, "What's up?" And it was, it was one of their birthdays. We ended up going to dinner with them later that night because oh, they, they had my band had uh, like warped tour connections with them. So okay, super okay. fun. Like it was, a, it was a good time. Good, yeah. good to see him. And it was crazy because it was like it felt like it had been a long time since he had been yeah, doing man. that job, and he was still doing it. And now you're telling me, I mean, it's been six years since that happened, right, and he's probably man. still doing yeah, it. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, it's a yeah. good gig. You the know, last, what I mean? the last time I saw Justin was at Nam. And I, that was, I think, two years ago. But it was like a real brief high and by kind of thing because he was, I think, he was hanging out with his mom at the time. Oh wow! Just, just chilling. Cool. You know? We're all just nerding out on the new gear for the year. For so, sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah for sure. That happened. Yeah, man. Again, go going back to that, like just friends doing cool shit. Now it's it's amazing. It's you know? amazing. So for sure. <laughs> well, fuck. Look at Jeremy. Jeremy's company, dude. Casey oh, works for. Oh my god, dude. Yeah. Casey works for that company, dude. That's amazing. Yeah. Huge! Oh yeah, shit! You're all covered in work. you're all covered in huge brands gear. Yeah, dude. Yeah, buy huge brands, by the way. Dude, the thing about that too, though, is like it doesn't even surprise me with him. Well, like it really not. does. Of course like, not. He, I mean, he just look look at look at what he did with Ocean and, oh and what he God, turned dude, Ocean into, that, dude, and then just directed at a money making yeah, business. He just, you know what I mean? Like, he knows business. He's he just always had that that will too. Like, yep. He always whatever he focused on, he just made shit happen For <laughs> all sure. the time. So. But let's talk more about Chris Sweet. <laughs> so uh, I'm so cool what, to talk about our friends. Well, for too. sure, it's, I, all we, it's all good. It's, it's good to talk about our friends for sure. Yeah. But all of a sudden, I'm like, God, this is about gonna Chris. We're going to talk no, about Jeremy <laughs> yeah. for sure. So um, Lost in the Fire died. Yeah. So, How did that happen? Let's see. So Lost. Um, so what happened was, uh, like, to be honest, I don't know exactly everything on why it just kind of you know disappeared. But you know, we're still all on good terms and everything. For sure. Um, we we did the Exigent uh, records for a little bit. Our, our first, you know, record was was on that, and yeah, we just played a ton of shows here. When we got to play with like some of our favorite bands too, and cool, you know, back in the day it was like Haste the Day and For sure. Still Remains and a lot of those kind of bands too. But um, you know, um, as late dying, we wished we would have played with them at the time. I was but we never ask, got to. Did you get to play with the? Yeah, but 
Um, but yeah, so you know, it was just a good experience. I learned a lot, a lot of different things with that band too. That's when I it was introducing me to double pedal and everything cool. like that as a drummer. Um, and then after Lost in the Fire, I, I went to Separation of Self. Separation. So, yeah, yeah, and that's uh, I I remember the first time I saw Separation was actually in our buddy Christian Alt's basement, and this was back when Sergio played drums for them. Yeah. So, oh, nice. But yeah, Cajal, you know, me, me and Cajal became friends and, you know, he approached me with like, hey, like, we know we're looking for a drummer kind of thing. And it just became the right time. I wasn't doing much of anything, you know, during that time frame. And I went and tried out and my first show with them was before I was even 21 at Club Vegas. Sick. <laughs> and we opened up for Machine Head. Nice. <laughs> so, Is that one of the, they sneak you in? Yeah. Like just for your pretty, set or yeah. whatever? No, I actually got to chill. Oh, sick. <laughs> for, you know, so I, like, I got lucky. I back got lucky, in the day, so. there was like there was some some of the bars were hardcore about it. Like I they remember, were. So yeah. like I played at Todd's Bar and Grill. Yeah. I used to get drunk as shit for yeah. a while, and then like I guess they got busted probably serving an underage. Probably. Yeah. So then like <laughs> we had this show booked, and like it, they're like we we would like sell that place out. We'd get so many homies yeah. drunk there. So like they're like we don't want to cancel your show, but. Your bass player just has to basically come right. and play and yeah. then leave. Like, I do remember that you to the a, stage a few times happening and, yeah. at Club Vegas with like some other bands, but I, for some reason, you know, I, I lucked out. I actually got to Weston chill and, and, and drown out the stars. Oh yeah, he had to for the first two years. He had to like hang out in the green room and like we'd bring him beers and alcohol and all that stuff. And, yeah, but he couldn't go out and hang out until he was twenty one. Oh man, and like, <laughs> Dusty was cool about him playing yeah. and like never really gave a shit. But I guess. Yeah. They probably just started cracking down there, on yeah. that yeah. a little bit, yeah. Because they would get like, you, they would get undercover. Oh, for they sure. They would, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. There, even now, dude, yeah. in every yeah. bar, there's that that shit's happening. Right. And it's crazy, like the whole separation of self thing, because I I saw that <clears throat> band at its fruition, like how it really? began. Yeah, because okay. I, I was working at Musicians Friend with right. Sergio and Steve. Okay. And okay. They're the ones that started that band. Right. Um, and I remember them talking about. Oh, wow. It was Steve and Sergio, together. really? Yeah, it it was wasn't Steve Doug? See, I didn't even know that, and I was in the band. Um, <laughs> Steve knew Doug. Okay. And so it was uh, like an automatic thing. If we're right. going to start a band, we're going to get Doug in. Okay. And yeah, which I, and makes him sense. And, him and Steve he's a riff already, master for sure. They might already <laughs> riff been master. Oh, yeah. Um, and then, yeah, they got together and started jamming. And then I remember when they were talking about trying out Cajol. And okay. Because Serge knew Cajol from Twinge back right. in the day. Right. Yep. Yeah, I saw several shows of early lineups of Okay. Of even way before you, you know, it went from Surge to um it was BJ, I think. BJ. Yeah, for BJ. A long time. Yeah, he great drummer too. He was awesome. Like, maybe like a year or two, I can't remember exactly right. how long we were getting really drunk back then. But, um, <laughs> yeah. I remember the I think I was over there. One of the night, one of the first nights that you jammed with them. Really? Yeah, and I was okay. like hanging out just with a bunch of other kids that were hanging out, and I was doing shrooms hard. <laughs> and you guys were jamming, and I think you had jammed a couple times before, so you had a couple songs pretty tight. And okay. dude, I just remember tripping out hard at the fact that dude, my friend Chris Sweet's gonna play for Separation <laughs> itself. This is gonna be badass. <laughs> yeah, my friend Chris. That's that's funny. Yeah, I actually felt pretty like proud for that because you know I that was a band like locally here. I mean that was. Even for Club Vegas days too, you know they they were like, it was like holy shit these they guys are, these guys are themselves. yeah they did they did really good and you know that's kind of why I I try to do the best I could and jump on that you know that was and that band I mean I you took it to another level dude there's, well, there's no I appreciate that and <laughs> I tried no I tried but yeah I mean that I I owe a lot to that band because you know especially Doug you know me and him 
you know even steve too you know um but yeah like there was just something with me and doug's chemistry too where you know he really trained me to do like the mashuga type stuff and the rhythm stuff so yeah we we i i developed a lot especially from that band for sure so lots of cool shows we we got to do one awesome tour together um it was like the it was the project independent tour we did like some weird regional competition or something and we won it and we got to to tour the country for like 40 days <laughs> what so yeah that's was crazy. really cool it was it was awesome too i mean they the, I mean, it's kind of a shame that they they're not doing anything but they were really taking bands like on like through an actual experience like wow. touring experience and like they actually got endorsements and everything Dude, too 40 shows is a that's a run yeah. bro yeah 40 it was shows like it was like a 45 day tour i think and we played five 40. days off yeah really fuck me yeah dude <laughs> It was it was crazy, but that's yeah, insane. We, but Five yeah, days off in forty. That's crazy. That's some of, awesome. some of the best times ever, though. We Fuck yeah. You know, we got to do really cool things, and as, I'm sure, like you know, as a, you being a touring musician, have you toured Casey at all? Or no? <laughs> With Lost in the Fire, we got to do a couple like out of out of uh, town shows, but you know, Separation was the first real touring experience I had, so that was really developed me for the road. You know, yeah, it, it's cool, there's huh? lots of positives, lots of negatives. <laughs> You know, you just learn a lot about yourself and what you really want and how you're going to pursue this. And, Absolutely. You know what I mean? So Absolutely. I was, I'm very grateful for that. So. Yeah, totally. Definitely. I mean, that's that's where I'm at at this point. You know what I mean? It's like, fuck, man, I wish I could still do that cool shit. But it's like, we can't. So we, we I'm, I'm lucky we have it. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I've, you know it's the touring world to me, man, it's, it's such a different thing. You know, like it's for some people and it's. You know, some people, it just doesn't vibe with them and it totally makes sense. But that's really what, may, in my opinion, what makes or break is, breaks a band. For thrills. sure. Absolutely. You know, it's really your, you're willing to, you know, like sacrifice, sacrifice, man. sleeping in the van, depending on what you're eating, depending on your opportunities. See, those are you some know? of the most fun nights, bro. I tell <laughs> you right now. It's very true, though. Me and Lauren, talk, we used to talk about it. Like me and Austin used to talk about it. Like, like Walmart. Yep. Like one thirty, like you just go in and get a couple snacks. Yep. Pile into the back of the van and you get a laptop set up. You guys watch a fucking funny ass movie. Yeah. Smoke old bowl in the van. Like it's it's dude, a yeah. It's, it's a good time. It's a case, new, you need to do it at least once in your real, life. For real, man. We do. Once we, we get go on a little run. So we want to do at least yeah. some like weekend. Oh yeah. For sure, yeah. man. Yeah. Like that, you know. It's the thing is like it's weird because like for me, for example, there's things while I'm on the road that I'm like. Ugh, like should I be doing this or like I'm, I've gotten to that point you know where it's like do I want to do this and then every time I come home and then I'm back to normal reality I'm like fuck I, I, I miss it Bro, <laughs> you know what I mean I literally like so. would cry a lot <laughs> like I mean the DIY tour is not as much you'd come home and you're like fucking salvation dude money yeah. and <laughs> right. food and yes, shit yeah, you know what exactly. I mean exactly but like yeah. uh like the bigger tours man I'd like I'd cry like the last days of tour yeah, man I, I'm a really emotional kid but person but uh like (laughs) yeah yeah, man i would i would you know you just did like the coolest thing that you'll probably ever do man like i met i met vinnie paul in fucking texas oh my god i'm so jealous yeah and he took us to his fucking strip club bought us drinks and bought us lap dances all night oh my god it was sick man it was a fun fucking like you just you know Right place, right time. Cool. I that's, fucking met Vinnie Paul that day because I was in the right place, right time. So you know? sick. Yeah, and that's with music. I mean, especially touring. I mean, there's there's things that you take back home that you don't realize was an opportunity sometimes, 100%. or you're just like having this experience in the moment, and then you don't realize it till later. Like, wow, that actually affected me. You totally. Know what I mean? So yeah, 100. Yeah, man. 
So Separation Yourself got to do that sick tour. Yes, we got then... to, we got to do that tour. Um, it was a really good experience, first road experience, and then after that we did another record. Um, and then yeah, the I ended up leaving the band actually, um, and then. You know, things things happen sometimes in bands. Bro. It's whatever it is. But Bro, literally, if you're <laughs> yeah. listening to this, you give a fuck about being in bands or, right. or, or people who have been in bands, you understand yeah, that. You know exactly. what I mean? Like, okay. It's just... It's just <laughs> yeah. Uh, we bands just, don't have problems. Right? Bands don't have problems. <laughs> what, are you, what are you guys talking God, about? Dude, bands are just so fucking dramatic. Dude, <laughs> we're, the, we're the most seriously? dramatic people ever. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, no... Uh, yeah, so Sep, I mean, some of us, as me and Cajal, we, we kind of went a different approach. And, um, you know, it was after after separation, we started this thing called Alias Code for a minute. And this is when we had Wes from um, Drown of the Stars. And um, that was my, my real introduction. I didn't know you guys played together. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, Wes, we, we played together for a few years. Um, it was Alias Code first, and then we got to, we got to do, like, some cool local openers you know we open up for like kill switch engages sideman times of grace and a few other pretty awesome cool. bands too um and then um cajal ended up leaving alias code and then we got spencer um and that was uh, stranger beside me so okay. and stranger beside so me. so that's what i <clears throat> that's yeah. what i was wondering so alias code turned into stranger beside yes me, yep. so yep. was um a, a, a squatarian alias code then yes yeah oh, anthony my yeah. boy yeah anthony man i, I miss that guy so i i uh <laughs> so. november 10th i stayed at his house really yeah oh nice stayed with him how's he doing days. he's amazing dude he's Good. amazing as always he's he's just doing his thing down yeah. in vegas i actually um we play modern warfare together sometimes oh sick so <laughs> we get to awesome. we get to talk to each other but that's yeah. amazing yeah i miss that guy I didn't I know he was guy. an alias code. That's that's cool to know. Yeah. So well, then, he that. so he wasn't he wasn't an alias code, but he did come in um, during but, Stranger during Stranger. Oh, so so I know he was in Stranger. because yeah, like what happened? But he wasn't what what happened code. was an alias code when we formed into Stranger. Um, our original bass player Brian um, he actually switched to guitar, and then we had a, um, a really awesome shredder Joey Taylor. Uh, we miss him a lot too, <laughs> but he uh, he actually left the band. Oh, so okay. yeah, so Brian went to guitar. Okay, and then uh, that's when Anthony stepped in. Cool. Then this that's was like after his with his chapter ball. with uh, becoming Everest. At the oh, time. okay. Yeah, yeah. So I was gonna actually ask about that band because yeah. I knew you had Yo. you had a tie to that band. Though. Yeah, becoming Everest. Uh, I mean, that was Pablo's gig before yeah, Chelsea sure. Grin, and and oh man, just this is bringing back so many memories holy cow Garrett you know Garrett was the singer for that band too and that's where Speev comes yeah. from Speev is now in Chelsea Grin yep oh, okay. but yeah so but um, I remember like you know just the whole Becoming Everest thing when Anthony joined our band and then Pablo when he and he he's another you know amazing musician from here as amazing. you guys know he's, he does everything amazing but you know he like I was I was actually one of the people to convince him to try for Chelsea Green. Nice. He's like I think I want to try it, and I'm like yeah, dude, do it. Because during that time with Stranger too, I actually filled in for Chelsea Green too. Cool. So I did a, a tour with them. Um, how how long of a tour? It was it was only I want to say it was three weeks. Okay. Or two and a That's half still three weeks something like that. It was a, it was the All Star tour uh, with like a mirror oh, cool. Mem- Memphis Mayfire. So it was a, a little bit bigger. Wow. That was my first like real bus experience. Cool. <laughs> was, was that fun? tour? Oh yeah, dude! I had such a blast. It yeah. was a really good time. Hell yeah! Um, and all the guys treated me really good. Cool. Chelsea Green, like that's the thing. Well, I mean, it's like it, it, being real with you guys, being real with you guys with Chelsea Green. I didn't really like their stuff at first. Yeah. You know, but um, 
like actually knowing the guys and actually being behind the kit playing that stuff and watching the crowd just go fucking crazy nuts. that was that's dude, another crowds level are you know it's insane, another level dude. it's their crowds their crowds go nuts and i mean it's it was amazing that they would just do warp tour year after year yeah and it was just packed. oh my god dude yeah and, packed, and, and, and in my opinion too they just they just keep getting better and better yeah I, I think in my opinion right now they're the best they've sound they've sounded you know yeah. like you know, I do miss AK, of course. You know, yeah, I love yeah, I mean, AK. That's that's yeah. the boy. Always all the, all the, the love to the he's, grudges, bro. He's, he's he's the OG for sure. You know, they wouldn't even be where they're at without him for no, sure. No, yeah, but, he. I mean, he's but they're, uh, they're standing on his his work. You know, yeah, but I and, mean, he's, and and AK, like that's the thing is like he always you know open arms all the time and and every time I I was he just treated me like like normal for sure. Know? So it was awesome. It was a good AK's experience. AK's a great but, man. I love that. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. Dude. All the experiences, man. It's it's fun. But yeah, I mean. So during the Stranger Beside Me days, yeah, I got to do that tour with them. Um, and then I came back and, you know, a Stranger was whooping ass for a while. We I did, remember we those days. Yeah, I, we, we actually ocean, started. Ocean, we did some ocean shows that's together. That's right, yeah. And we started getting some bites from, from different labels, mostly like Sumerian Records and stuff like that. Cool. You know? So we had, we had some cool people involved on some of our writing, too. There's a band that we really loved called I the Breathers, so we had him guest vocal us cool. like, on on the record, and then we even had Jason Richardson um, do, do like some, some sample, samples for us and cool. stuff. So cool. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, I remember. What's that? I still have the EP, and then you guys came out with another single after the EP, right? We did, yeah. And then you That's guys had some unreleased stuff, right? Yeah, well, it's been released, but um, I think it was just more of like, it was just kind of like pushed out, like, hey, here's the so last at the bit gates. of it. Yeah, at Bro. the gates, yeah. Bro, that song, <laughs> I still to this day listen to that song. Dude, I have it in my, I have to find it in my email. I have to search for Spencer Gee, because he sent it to me in an email. <laughs> yeah, But dude, that song kicks Yes, hard, that, that was one of our our very best in my opinion yeah. and then you guys have yeah. the like sample from from the the uh, ted bundy the stuff ted bundy yeah because that's so that's sick. that whole that whole ep was like a um concept album yeah based okay. on like his life and stuff yeah. so yeah spencer he was a he's really a, he's, smart dude, he's, he's really really smart yeah, guy spencer kills it man yeah he's, he's and he's talented too dude, like the, his his vocals were yeah. so great so good <laughs> he's, so good i he miss a, that he guy was a church too. boy dude yeah. he was a church boy yeah. church singer well the that. thing the thing the crazy thing about spencer too is like not only is he like it's just weird because when when me and wes or me and brian when we when we would write stuff give him stuff he would come back the next day like fully loaded with lyrics just like that and they were just awesome we could trust him you know what i mean yeah really then, uh, emotional person yeah, <laughs> oh my god and and but not only that but not only was he good at vocals but you know, during the Stranger Days too, we learned he was just like the best piano player too. Oh wow! He's literally like the best. Oh, I didn't like, know he awesome. played piano. That's really yeah, cool. Yeah, he's amazing at piano. That's too. really cool to know. So, Spencer, man, Spencer's a good dude. Yeah. Um. So, what happened with uh, what happened with Stranger? How did so, Stranger? Yeah. So Stranger, like I said, we whooped ass for a while. Um, we got to do some some really cool shows. That that was the band that we we got to play with a lot of nationals. And we also did this like regional thing and won it too, where we actually got to play a um, was it Mayhem Fest I think is what it is Mayhem Fest, which is in Idaho. Cool. Um, and yeah, we got to open up for like Slipknot and Sli- Slayer and wow. <laughs> like really crazy cool. Really dance. sick. So like Motorhead played. And what? Shit. Yeah. You opened for Motorhead? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was crazy. That's <laughs> sick, bro. But yeah, we 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 did really, and that's Anthony was a part of that too. Awesome. So, yeah. And Anthony, See, he never talks about that shit, dude. Like, yeah. he's so humble. I love he it. He is, dude. But <laughs> it's a funny story about Anthony real quick. 
But yeah, well, when we were there, like we were all just so happy and fucked up and watching Slipknot and Anthony was like trying to get up to the front, passing the guards and like somehow he got tackled, I think, or something and they broke his arm or something. They broke his arm? Yeah, so he actually had to go to the hospital like during during the whole Mayhem Fest uh, experience. Which arm? <laughs> I don't remember. With left. Was it his strumming arm? I don't remember to be honest. So yeah. could he keep playing or what? what? No, he, he he was able to. Okay, yeah, he was able to. But <laughs> Fuck. just bringing back memories. I remember. I feel like I remember him being in a cast for a minute. Yeah, so like yep. I, we were probably hanging around that time. Yeah, but. But, oh man, that was stranger. Yeah, was, I broke it at Mayhem Fest during yeah. Slipknot, bro. Yep. <laughs> what a story. Yeah, we had we have a lot, and then see that's the thing, man. It's you know all, all the the trial and errors we learn through music and bands and you know as we're getting older you know what i mean we we just remember shit like totally. that. now we have that to keep forever totally. you know what i mean so and i mean this is one of the reasons we want to do this you know what i yeah. mean it's like well i'm all, dude, I'm, I'm just glad you guys have me man i'm i'm here i'm just grateful and i'm, I'm stoked I'm just and i mean so these supportive. are these so. stories are, are so crucial i mean the stories you're telling it's like these are nothing but stories right now. All they are stories, but I think if we can kind of put them down, you know what I mean, and get and get some Salt Lake musicians talking about these yes, things, you know, absolutely, man. Um, and that's why I'm really happy to be here. You guys are, you know, you guys are still keeping something alive here in the scene, and we need that. Hell yeah! You know I mean, we need hell to hear yeah. stories, and we need to be involved in that way. Fuck so yeah! I'm, well, I'm, I'm stoked. I'm, I'm stoked. You're stoked. We uh, it was a it was a weird idea we had one day. And we're stoked <laughs> to be doing it. Yeah. Hey guys, thanks for listening. Yeah, that pretty much wraps up the episode for this week. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you check out next Friday's episode where we'll have the rest of the interview that we had that we did with Chris Sweet. Um, and like I said, we didn't even get to all the different points that we wanted to, so we're definitely going to have him back on the podcast. If you like what you're hearing, keep listening. He'll be back. Also, we've had a couple of our friends hit us up to do this people that you're going to be excited about here and um we've got some some plans for some some interviews and i think you guys are going to be really excited again guys thanks for listening like this this makes me want to keep doing it so thanks for listening and tell your friends i guess as always we'll see you in the crowd y'all <laughs>